listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 98, fast approaching that Century Mark, the historic 100th episode. Very excited about some stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. But this week, also very exciting to have two new guests to the program for the very first time. Davey Bang, August Matthews, the tag team known as the Bang Bros. And they'll be joining us in just a few minutes to talk about their recent escapades at freelance wrestling, freelance underground, and so much more. Very, very excited to have Davey and August on for the very, very first time. All right, going into national news real quick before we hit the locals. AEW's Winter is Coming, the Dynamite special this past Wednesday night. You had in the main event, which was the first match of the show, Ryan Danielson challenging AEW champion Hangman Adam Page. It went to the old classic Broadway, the 60-minute draw. Incredible match between two great wrestlers, great characters, especially Hangman Page in that respect with the character. Great storytelling. I, I did not see Brian winning the title just yet. I mean, Hangman had a two-year climb to get to the championship, so I didn't think they were going to take it off of him in a month. I'm very excited to see where this goes next. Hopefully, in the next couple of months, we may get another very, very good match between these two. And Danielson has already been considered for another future championship match, I believe, by Tony Khan. So we'll see where this goes. Very excited about the developments there. WWE SmackDown returned to Allstate Arena for a live broadcast on Fox last Friday night, December the 17th. And in the main event segment, Roman Reigns, the WWE Universal Champion, and head of the bloodline, the head of the table, he turns on his wise man, Paul Heyman, with the Superman punch. He thinks Paul might be playing a little double agent. I don't know if this was something that Brock Lesnar was kind of pointing at for Paul and, you know, maybe to get Paul in trouble, maybe to let Roman's guard down. But now it appears that Paul Heyman, no longer a part of the family of Roman Reigns and the Usos. So the next couple of weeks, we may see more of this story at day one with that championship match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Switching on to local wrestling, a couple of really fun shows this past weekend. Freelance Wrestling's Ding 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 All the Way was last Friday night, December the 17th at Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago. And in the Freelance World Title Tournament Final, your new freelance champion winning the vacant championship Robert Ego Anthony defeats Craig Mitchell to win that title. Although Frank the Clown took a pretty big hit from Craig Mitchell with that, that kind of packaged cradle pile driver, but Frank survived even worse. I mean, he got thrown off the top of the bleachers by Lance Archer, so I think he'll be fine. They have the new freelance Frank 
World Championship. I'm not sure if that's going to be the official belt or not, but Ego and Frank Rukering are on three belts afterwards because Ego is still the freelance legacy champion as well. So we'll see what happens there, but Ego on top of freelance wrestling for now. Freelance Tag Team Championship match, the Take It Home Wreckers, who I thought were going to lose the titles to the Bang Bros, hold on to the titles by nefarious means, a distraction from Pick and Pop, who came down, Darius the Troll and Coder Hernandez, take the tag team titles, walk off with them, distracting Davey Bang, who got pinned, and the take-it-home records retained the championship. And now, the Bang Bros have a bone to pick with Pick and Pop. Brian Keith defeats Carlos Romo in a really entertaining match. Probably the most underrated match on the show. I mean, it really stole the show, in my opinion. Really, really cool match there. Triple Threat Women's Match. Laney Luck defeats Charlie Evans and Blair Onyx. Warhorse defeats GPA. Alfonso Gonzalez. Yes, the rookie Alfonso Gonzalez from the Freelance Wrestling Academy pulls off another huge win by defeating Kylie Ray. And now Gonzalez had his feet on the ropes during the pin. Gonzalez also defeated Project Monix a couple of months ago when Monix was on his supposed Final Phase retirement tour the night before the big swerve at Final Phase. Gonzalez got him too, so two big notches in the hat of Team Gonzalez in freelance wrestling. In a scramble match, Dan the Dad defeats Acid Jazz, Bryce Benjamin, Darren Corbin, Angel Escalera, and Mr. Kate. And with that victory, Dan is assured a future Legacy Championship match. And also in the middle of the show, Trevor Outlaw came out, ended up getting pelted with tampons and toilet paper. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so that's a waste of perfectly good toiletries on Trevor Outlaw. And, and the guy's having knee surgery this week, and I don't think the guy deserves it. I mean, I know people don't like him. I know he's been an ass to a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, a little sympathy, please. I mean, Trevor's not really that bad of a guy. I mean, come on. Hold off just a little bit on that. Although he did threaten to spoil the new Spider-Man movie until the purple poppy himself, Matt Nix, came out to make that save. So, thankfully, we got averted from getting the spoilers at that show for Spider-Man. Moving on to Bourbon Championship Wrestling, they had Holiday Havoc Saturday, December the 18th, last Saturday night at the Berwyn Eagles Club, and in the main event, the BCW Championship, by all accounts, great match. Vic Capri retains the title over Storm Grayson, and now this was a hell of a match between two great competitors, one awesome veteran and one kid that's just been on fire the last six to eight months in local professional wrestling. Good stuff there in that main event. Then we had Saban Gage and Just Amazing pulling off a victory over the N-words of Bryce Benjamin and Acid Jazz. And also another big victory for a young wrestler, Fat Femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine, comes out of a five-man scramble with a victory over Aaron Stone, Darius Luttrell, Jason Hades, or Hades X1X, and Chris Shogun Logan. Impressive performance by Mateo. He's on the up and up. He's on the rise. He's done some great things for CSW. And now he's getting out there a little bit in some other places too, like Pow, like Berwyn. And he's doing a great job out there. He's a different character. And I think people are going to start gravitating toward Mateo Valentine. 
Also, we had Yakuza defeating Tokyo Lee. Joe Alonzo defeats August Matthews. Missa Kate defeats Davey Bang in an intergender match. But the highlight of this match, and the videos are out there courtesy of Wrestling with Unicorns. There's some great pictures by Matt Tucker out there. The referee, Dan Perch, stole Davey Bang's gimmick. He had the Bang Energy drink. He downs it, and then he just goes off. He goes nuts. He hulks up, body slams each Mr. Kate, and I'm so frazzled here. I mean, Dan going nuts. I think maybe I had a Bang Energy drink before this show started. Body slams Davey a couple of times. Body slams Miss Kate a couple of times. Then hits it with this devastating double clothesline where Davey does this like super flip. It was crazy. And Miss Kate after that ends up winning the match. So a tough weekend for the Bang Bros. We'll get more into that in a little bit. We also had Heather Reckless defeating Ryan Matthews. And Alfonso Gonzalez defeats the debuting Aaron Payne. One note from that show, however... WWE legend slash former AWA tag team champion, Marty Jannetty canceled the last minute due to a car accident. So hopefully everything's okay with him and hopefully he could be out at a future BCW show. POW slash Southland Championship Wrestling. It's been a war the last couple of months with different invasions, different sneak attacks, stuff like that. And in the main event of SCW show last Saturday night, Scott Spade with the six foot twelve tiny backing him up defeats JPH to win the SCW championship. Now Spade actually has some history in SCW, and now he actually holds both the POW heavyweight championship and the SCW championship. And also before the show, POW commissioner Chris Hedford and SCW's Terry Allen came to a handshake agreement for all invasions between the two companies to stop. And that everything will be solved in the ring. Well, in wrestling, you just never know what how contracts and agreements work. And I wouldn't be surprised to see more havoc. But we'll see. Second wrestling note, real quick. The second to none championship tournament. The first round, the qualifiers concluded this past weekend. One final match at first wrestling in the Twin Cities. Riley Jackson wins a gauntlet match. And he's now in the semifinals of the second to none championship tournament, which will feature Eric Cannon against drama King, Matt Raywalt and Billy Starks against Riley Jackson. And those matches will be taking place back in Northbrook at the Bernard Weinger JCC Sunday, March the 6th at second wrestling show entitled flood zone. And coming up this week, not a whole lot with the Christmas holiday, But Freelance Wrestling has flawless victory. That's Thursday night, December the 23rd at the Emporium Arcade Bar in Logan Square in Chicago. And there haven't been any matches announced for the show yet, but just some of the talent on the poster features Storm Grayson, GPA, Laney Luck, Kylie Ray, the Take It Home Wreckers, Pick and Pop, Acid Jazz, Matt Nix, and the Bang Bros, who are our guests this week on the Windy City Slam podcast, Coming up next. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter 
or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week. So very excited. I'm welcoming two of the hottest young independent stars in the Chicagoland area, Davey Bang, August Matthews, collectively known as the Bang Bros. Guys, how you doing? Good. How are you? Great. How are, how are you? Nice, nice to be on the show. I'm glad, I'm glad you could uh, have me. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Um, you guys had a little bit of a hot streak over the summer, but the last couple of weeks has been a little bit rough for you guys. Uh, you got screwed out of the freelance tag team championships on Friday night when the ticket home records um, got a cheap win after a distraction from pick and pop. Darius Luttrell and Coda Hernandez, they came to ringside, they stole the belts, they caused a little bit of a distraction and you guys got pinned and it was unfortunate. And also recently you lost the freelance underground tag team titles to the brothers of construction. Again, Frank, the clown interfering and messing it up for you guys. So what do you guys got to do to kind of block all that out and, and get it refocused for in your next title match? Uh, I mean, I guess we just gotta, gotta plan for more outside interference. I mean, uh, gotta Frank the clown. I don't know what's up with him, but, uh, you know, I kind of like Frank a little bit, but now, you know, now it's on site. So, and then, uh, yeah, as far as Coda Hernandez and Darius Latrell, you know, we can run it back whenever they want. You know, we beat them last time in September. So if they want to run it back, we'll beat them again. That's what we do. No, yeah, I think, hey, if we're if we're losing to outside interference every time, that means that must mean yeah. that we're doing something right. Like we're we're beating all these guys, we're beating all these guys, and then we're losing because of stuff that's beyond beyond the match. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like we're still in a good spot, even though even though we're uh, like zero and two uh, yeah. in the last two. But you know, we'll, we'll get back to Jack. We were uh, we were undefeated for a good portion of the year, so yeah. I was every summer. match. Every match that was, you know, fair and square and, you know, just a normal match, we won every match. So, yeah, like August said, what does the, the outside interference tell you, you know? So true. Um, this past Saturday, Berwyn Championship Wrestling, uh, it's a place where you guys have worked uh, last few months and you've been working apart from each other in singles competition. Dave, you actually teamed with uh, Vinny Scarpone a few months ago, but you've been mostly single. August, you've been pretty much primarily single there. Davey, you had a tough match against Miss Kate. Miss Kate won. There were some antics during that match. And then August, you faced Joe Alonzo. And uh, to put it lightly, I guess he's kind of a punk and, you know, things didn't work out for you there either. So um, what's the experience uh, wrestling separately from each other in Berwyn been like for you guys? Um. I think I think it's good for the both of us. Um, I I really do enjoy tag teams where they're, they're like two good singles wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? That are also a tag team. I feel like that makes the team even better. You know, I think of like Motor City or like uh, the Besties. You know, stuff like that. They're two great singles wrestlers, but then when they tag, it's just like it's just the the next level up. Yeah. No, I was gonna say the same. Like. Uh... Tagging is great, but I think it's also great to have the singles matches and kind of test ourselves uh, by ourselves and just, like, see what we can do without each other. So I enjoy doing singles and tag, honestly. Like, I'll, I'll do both for as long as I can. So. 
Davy diving into that match on Saturday against Miss Kate. Uh, referee Dan Perch, uh, he's getting some spotlight lately, and uh, he kind of stole your gimmick a little bit by uh, taking your bang energy drink and just going uh, nuts on you there, uh, hitting you with body slams, hitting Miss with body slams, doing the double clothesline. And by the way, you sold that clothesline like a champ, Davy. No, it's not selling. He's that strong, you know. It, that all that was all him. So <laughs> I, I didn't know that Bang could do that to anybody else. Um, so yeah, Perch is the man, but uh, man, he's scary too. I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't ready. Yeah, it, uh, the the Bang energy drink is like your spinach for Popeye. You know, you take it. You know, you get all jacked up, and you get that energy rush. You get that boost, and then you start kick killing in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just supposed to work for, for me, not anybody else, though. So I, I don't understand how, how Perch did that. So I don't, he's a magician. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> now, August, too, um, to credit to both of you guys, both great athletes, innovative offense, but you both sell the hell out of anything your opponents give you. And I think that really, really makes you a great tag team uh when either guy can kind of take a licking and keep on ticking yeah. and then you get the hot tag and it's a very exciting formula for you guys yeah i mean that's uh a lot from isaiah and and uh bryce and uh robert anthony like all all the trainers at the school man it's just that's like a key point so we're yeah. just trying to we're trying to stick to it so basically you team up a lot around Chicago. Like I mentioned before, freelance, freelance, underground, Zello pro, uh, warrior wrestling pre-show once or twice, yeah. um, second wrestling a couple of weeks ago. And you had that great match against the besties in the world. Now, now what was that like for you guys? Uh, that was, that was pretty sick. I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're obviously like one of the best tag teams in the country, in the world on the Indies right now. And to wrestle them, like, uh, I mean, if someone would ask me, like, who who would be the tag team you wanted to wrestle, it'd probably be the besties. And for it to just, like, happen like that, get booked, it was, it was sick. It was obviously, like, such a great opportunity and stuff, and it was so fun to wrestle those guys. So hopefully we could do it again someday. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a great experience with them. You know, um, it was just kind of weird, too, because, like, a few years ago, like, I was watching them, and then, like, now we just wrestled them. So it was really cool to kind of have that experience and – like they're just so good. Like I feel like uh, I feel like both of us got so much better from working them because I mean, yeah, they're just amazing. But uh, Davy, um, Davy Vega is also the AAW champion as a single. So uh, maybe that's something you one of you guys could aspire to down the line is being a singles champion after being in a really really good tag team for a while. Yeah, that's true. Again. Again, to that singles point, like two two good uh, singles wrestlers come together, it's just going to work out. Thanks. <laughs> so, and um, I also mentioned the fact that you guys work separately in, in BCW, but I know Davies, specific, especially, you travel out to other states, and I think, August, you do too on occasion. Sure. Uh, you've worked, uh, Andrew Davies works One Fall Entertainment. I think Davies also been in Minnesota and Missouri. August, I think you, haven't you worked Missouri, the St. Louis area as well? Uh, I haven't worked uh, Missouri yet. I just don't oh. have a license, but um, yeah, pretty much everywhere else, yeah. Everywhere, just not Missouri yet. Now, what's it like um, to travel a little bit and kind of get a feel for new opponents outside of your comfort zone here in the Chicago area? Um, it's been fun. I mean, I think that's what you got to do to learn and like grow. And, uh, you know, even if you're traveling like 
couple hours away, you know, the, the style and the how people think about wrestling is could, could be so different, you know. So everyone, like, you can learn from everyone. So it's just great for us to, like, just hop in a car, go wherever, uh, wrestle whoever. We're just trying to get better. And that's, like, probably the best way to do it, I think. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, uh, especially like the like the Wisconsin thing for uh, for one fall. Like it's only about three hours away from Chicago, but the crowd's so much different there. And like all the wrestlers over there wrestle such a different style. And uh, so going out there, you know, I kind of just get to learn and kind of uh, have to work uh, differently there than I do in Chicago. Because uh, a lot of those crowds out there are definitely uh, they like more uh, like more character based, more uh, like more old school stuff. So uh definitely have to like kind of learn and adapt uh to these different places so yeah same with missouri too they're also different there so uh yeah it's just really beneficial being able to like travel and kind of learn the different uh crowd styles so you guys started out around the same time over at the academy right uh yeah we started uh it wasn't the academy yet it was uh it was just bryce doing like practice oh, okay. or whatever yeah so back at like the, the old galley arena but yeah, pretty much like right around the same time, and then debuting like right around the same time. So like, what was that? Eighteen or nineteen? Um, I think I was eighteen when I debuted. Yeah, so I, I was around nine. Like I was going to turn nineteen soon. I think. Yeah, yeah, we were like going on nineteen. Yeah. So about three years now, you guys have been uh, at this. Uh, yeah, I say three, but the, then there's that uh, there's that like COVID year. Where it was like, uh, we like you weren't couldn't wrestle that much, you know, because everything was shut down. So it's like, it's like through it's like an asterisk almost. Yeah. Now, my question is, whose idea was it to pair you guys up? Um, I think it just got thrown together, right? Like it was just um to take on Bryce and Jazz once. Like they wanted to use some students, and then they just picked us, and then it kind of worked out. So we we're just like, all right, we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, it was really nobody's idea. It just kind of just happened, which uh, yeah. I feel like that happens with a lot of tag teams. Like, they just kind of happen. Training on together, too. So, it just made sense. Mm -hmm. what, what company was that for, that first match that you guys were together? Uh, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was actually a freelance show at Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was wild. So, now uh, you guys are training over at the Academy, obviously, and uh, – who is your favorite trainer over there? Oh boy! Oh man, I, I gotta go. Every, everyone's so cool. I'll see you. No, I'm just <laughs> um, um, you gotta stop the recording here, and then then after we say our favorite, then you can start it back again. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think everyone has like different stuff because everyone thinks about wrestling like differently. So it's always nice to uh, to like get different views of it. But like, yeah, I do like, I just like picking everyone's brain because they, they all think about stuff differently, but I think they all think of wrestling in like such like a positive way. So it's just like, whatever, you got five trainers, like there's, there's a little bit from everyone. Yeah. Can't really pick a favorite. It's just all a lot of different uh, like mentalities into one school. So it's like uh, it's like impossible not to learn. Like there's so many smart minds like going into the school that we just learn so much every week, no matter what. It's a very diplomatic answer there. Make sure you don't step on anybody's toes. <laughs> yeah, we we had to. 
it's it's cool um so in terms of going on the road any crazy stories on a road trip or crazy stories backstage was there any ever a weird locker room situation was maybe um, uh, we did uh recently over the summer we got hit up to do um, Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, man. Oh, uh, see, he forgot about Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, no, I was actually kind of hoping we could make fun of Angel Escalera here, but yeah, we'll go with your story. Yeah, uh, yeah so we got hit up to do two, ga- uh, two uh, days of the Gathering, and it was just uh, like the Insane Clown Posse, like their, their whole fans. It was yeah. a, uh, a very wild experience, just the two days. It was just nuts. But um, yeah, tell, them, tell them about how much I didn't know about it and i was just yeah david of, didn't david didn't know at all what it was, was like, I had like a yeah, sort of an idea I was like what is this he didn't, he didn't know at all nothing i know nothing but it's cool there's like a there's like a huge a huge following there's so many people there but um i think we did a rumble one night i think we did a rumble on the second night and then yeah. uh fans started like jumping in the ring God. like there there was like a doink the clown fan and he was I think he was a wrestler from like the Northeast, but like no one, no one really knows about him. But then, then a naked lady jumped in and then she was, she was actually like punching people. It was, it was, it was kind of scary, but I kind of went over by like uh, Josh Bishop from, uh, uh, from AI dub. And he's like, he's super scary. So I was like, there's no way she like, uh, comes. comes <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that was, that was a, that was a wild experience. I didn't, I didn't see anything like, yeah, he was already out. But I know I was. I was too busy getting a uh, military press by Shane Mercer, and then I got tossed out. So <laughs> I didn't see anything. Yeah, it was a fun summer. It was a, it was a very wild two days at the uh, at the gathering. Yeah, that Shane Mercer man, he's got some raw, unadulterated strength. That guy's a beast. beast. Oh yeah, he's insane. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, like I decided to wrestle. <laughs> I know in the past. Um, Freelance's resident loudmouth, the derelict himself, Trevor Outlaw, said some things about you guys in the past too. Uh, what's he like, uh, you know, to deal with in terms of the, the training and in the locker room and all that? Um, I think he likes me a little bit, but I don't think he likes Davy at all. He's, yeah, I don't know. He's just, uh, I don't know. I think he's jealous of me. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just, I just exist the wrong way to him. I don't know. Um, yeah, he doesn't like me at all. He he respects August a little bit. Maybe it's just because August is cooler than me. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like me at all. I think he just uh he doesn't know what fun is because I don't know. Maybe his parents didn't love him enough or something. I don't know, but uh yeah, <laughs> that's that's what that is. So now my next question: Are you guys looking for bigger opportunities as a team? Or as singles, or maybe both. Say maybe if an AEW or an NXT come calling. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, uh, yeah, the tag, tag stuff would be cool. Like, uh, it's always cool to like travel with like people you're super close with and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I feel like uh, AEW is more open to like uh, like tag guys doing single stuff too. But like, obviously, whatever happens, happens. You know, yeah, uh, whatever opportunity you get, you got to take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just do either one, uh, whatever comes first. Yeah, if it's a singles, I'm sorry, August, gotta leave you. <laughs> All right, bro. You yeah, do this. 
Yeah, AEW Dark, you know, always has opportunities for guys, especially when they come into town. And they're in Chicago a lot, so maybe in the yeah. next year or two, you guys will get some chances. Hey, that that would be that would be cool. That'd be very very uh very cool opportunity. Now, um, Davey, I want to ask you where you got the whole Bang Energy deal from. The, the whole drinking and consuming the the can of energy drink during the match, and then the the whole power up thing. Now, where did that come from? Um, that kind of just, uh, happened too. Um, so I would work like before I was, uh, wrestling, like still training, like trying to wrestle, uh, like I was working, like I would just work and train and then also do school. So I was like, just really tired all the time. So I needed like something to, to fix that. So, uh, my, uh, my old boss actually put me on uh bang energy. He was like, if you're tired, try this. Uh, so I just started having that and like, I kid you not, like the first time I drank it, it was like, uh, like, you know, that scene in, uh, Infinity War when like Thanos gets all the stones, August, you might not be nerdy enough for this, but like he gets all the stones and he like, like powers up and he's like all the like colors running through his veins. That's like how I felt, uh, the first time. So that kind of just, uh, when I was like trying to think of like a gimmick or character or something like that, I was like, why don't I just do that? Like, cause that's like how I actually feel when I drink it. Like it doesn't hit the same anymore. Cause now I just like, I drink it so much. It's like water now. So, but yeah, I'll never forget the first time. That's a, uh, that's where that came from. My question. Hey. Next question is open to both of you. Um, growing up, uh, what led you to professional wrestling and then uh, what pushed you to join, uh, you know, to get trained. Um, so I was already in, like, I got into it through, like, uh, my dad and stuff. Like, he, he just had pay-per-views, like, random pay-per-views on or whatever. I think it was, like, Armageddon, like, 07 with the, the four-way ladder match. Like, the, the real wild one. I was just like, wow. And then um, ROH used to, like, flyer my school because I'm they, – they ran Frontier. So I'm, like, right there, right. you know, Chicago Ridge. So, like, they would, like, li- like, hand out flyers at my school or whatever, and the, you know, teachers would pass them on or whatever. So I went to like uh, the Ring of Honor shows, like the like 07, like 08, like that era. And it was just like the atmosphere in there was so wild that like it just like I was like, this is this is like what I want to do. Like I, I want to be a wrestler, but like this uh, this like atmosphere here, like I knew like I had to do it. Like it was just I was just hooked after that. And then, uh, yeah, as I got older, I just uh, I don't know how I found out about the school I think maybe I was just following like underground or something maybe or freelance and maybe like they uh they like plugged the school or something because it wasn't the academy yet it was still yeah. it was still Bryce's like purgatory or whatever it was it's a little bit harder so, to find yeah it was like hard to find but like I still found it and then like just signed up or whatever and then got to training yeah uh for me I don't know I think um I think like my stepdad was just watching it one day because he was like super into wrestling he actually uh he did wrestling like at one point i don't know when but he was like local his name was uh like johnny suede or something but uh he just had wrestling on like raw or something like that and uh i was just like what's this and he's like this is uh this is wrestling and i think the first guy i saw was uh ray mysterio and i was like oh this guy's really cool he's like small and athletic like me so i was uh i only watched it for him at first but then i like started to get into it as a whole and uh like the years just kept going and i just kept getting more and more into it and eventually it kind of just 
clicked in my mind that that's what I wanted to do. So I, uh, yeah, I don't remember how I found the school. August, how'd I find the school? Um, I think, uh, I think, uh, DDS. Oh, she did the school. Oh my God. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I found a school from, uh, taking bumps, uh, at a park in a library. And, uh, he was just like, uh, if you want to actually like be a wrestler, like stop bumping on the grass, like an idiot, like go actually train. So yeah, that's how I found Bryce. And now we're here. Yes. So you mentioned it was uh, DDS you mentioned? Uh, Yes, I believe so. Yeah. From uh, Kaiju Attack from back in the day? Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I had my debut match. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So I know you guys got um, the freelance show coming up later this week, Thursday night in the Emporium uh, Arcade and Bar. Um, Do you have any idea what you guys might be doing that night yet? Oh. Um, I do not know specifically, but I do know we're tagging. I do, yeah. I think I yeah. think we are tagging, but I don't know past that really. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So it's still a mystery, but I just hope it. You know, I hope somehow we can get involved with uh, pick and pop because we definitely got words with them. So, so hopefully, it'd be nice to wrestle them. Yeah, hopefully they are they are on that show. I think. So, are, yeah. to me it makes sense but we'll, we'll see we'll see what goes down yeah they may be a little dirty and underhanded but they did have that really really impressive uh prison fight victory over at freelance underground a couple of months ago at the final phase when they beat uh marche and jazz so uh they are yeah. definitely formidable yeah hey um yeah. they're two good wrestlers i mean we wrestled them at freelance uh the first show back at logan and it was just it was a pretty good match yeah. but um Beat I don't know. I think yeah, we did beat them. Um, but yeah, I think they're they think differently now. I think their uh their attitudes change, and I I think yeah, they're a different team. But um, I think we'll end up getting those belts back, or we'll getting the belt. Yeah, Kota was gone for a while. I wonder what happened to him. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know with Kota. I think I think he was uh locked up or something like that. Yeah. Along those lines. I think he had some legal issues. I don't know how much I could say. Yeah, he's got a lot. We don't know. So before I let you guys go, uh, and thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being guests. Uh, could you go ahead and plug your social media, whatever merchandise you might have, and upcoming shows? Uh, yeah, so Twitter and Instagram are both uh, just Davey Bang. Uh, I got a Facebook, but that's lame. Uh I got TikTok too, you know, if you want to follow me there. But uh, yeah, I only got like 70 followers. So uh, give me a shout out on TikTok. Um, and then our next show, which I think is our last show of the year, is uh, this Thursday at the Emporium. So if you want to see uh, the Bang Bros, come see us. Don't Google us and see what we do in person. <laughs> yep. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm at August underscore Matthews, uh, just with a Z because I couldn't get the handle um instagram am underscore matthews and then um me and davy aren't on i are on iwtv a lot um go look us up go watch our matches please that'd be cool august you didn't plug your tiktok bro uh i don't have a tiktok unfortunately uh, hell the undertaker is tiktok now so i mean we're... man i just don't know what i would post I and mean, i guess i could just post clips but 
And, I, and uh, real quick before I let you guys go again, uh, Dave, you mentioned don't Google us. Um, yeah, if you Google Bang Bros, you're going to get some interesting stuff, but just not about wrestling, at least not about yeah, professional uh, You got to put our names in. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I tried looking our looking at our matches the other day. Something else popped up. It was weird. I couldn't I couldn't really figure it out. And then I put it in tag team, and I think uh, that kind of made it worse. So I, I don't know. I don't know. What, <laughs> it works on IWTV though. If you go on IWTV, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it only works on IWTV. Just do that. And YouTube maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, if you guys ever get signed by WWE, I don't think you'll be known as the Bang Bros anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think they might make us change it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I would like. I don't think I would like that. All right, guys, thanks again for coming on. All right, thank you for having thank me. You. Lots of fun talking to the Bang Bros. They're going to be wearing some tag team championship gold at some point very, very soon. Davey and August, really, really cool guys. They just turned 21 years old. They have nothing but many more good things ahead of them, whether it's as a team or singles wrestlers down the line. And I just want to plug this from the website real quick, WindyCitySlam.com. Actually, I had a story where I talk about the Bang Bros is one of five Chicago wrestling acts that deserve a contract for major promotion at some point. And I mentioned them. I mentioned Trevor Outlaw. I mentioned Lady Luck. Storm Grayson was mentioned. And Axel Rico as well. And these are five great, fairly young, hungry talent in the Chicago area who deserve bigger opportunities on a bigger stage at some point in the near future. And the Bang Bros were a huge part of that article. Check out the archives on WindyCitySlam.com to read that article and so much more. All right, next week, just after Christmas, we welcome, for the very first time, Freelance Academy student and rising star, El Sazon, Angel Escalera. Plus, we're working on more things for that 100th episode, so stay tuned to Windy City Slam Podcast. Merry Christmas and so on, everybody.